Thanks for tuning in to the David Summerfleck podcast, where we discuss digital marketing trends, business innovation, global and economic cultural shifts, and ways we can all better channel our creativity. If you'd like to apply to be a guest, get help live on air, or leave us a message, please go to www.dms.blue slash podcast guest. And now on with the podcast. Finding your unique selling proposition matters. Theodore Levitt, a German economist and professor at Harvard Business School, who wrote Creativity is Not Enough, and of course, textbook on marketing, is famous for having said, differentiation is one of the most important strategic and tactical activities in which companies must constantly engage in his book, Marketing Imagination. And yes, I'm aware that that's a title many industry insiders would see as an oxymoron. Whether directly or indirectly, it's my view that Theodore Levitt was referring to the need for business owners to have a unique selling proposition. Not only is differentiation important, but it's also, and not coincidentally, one of the most difficult activities companies can engage in as well. Identifying a company's unique selling proposition, or USP, is discovering that point of differentiation. The reason market differentiation is so challenging, I think, for companies to find is primarily that it's often difficult for larger corporate entities to change position, rebrand, update content across multiple platforms, alter content creation and distribution and advertising subsequently as quickly or as often as they would need to stay relevant in ever-changing market. Now, on top of that, larger companies would need to also repackage whatever products being sold. So shifting focus or market stance could take more time than expected, possibly more revenue than expected. And unless that change in USP is sought out and then recommended and then approved, it's not likely to take place at all. Now, the flip side of that are service providers, freelancers and independent consultants uh, and, and service providers can also struggle with defining how they're different because, to be frank, they may not know or care how to even begin to realize what could make them unique amongst an endless sea of competitors locally and nationally. And yet, differentiation is the crux of niche marketing. It's key to discerning your SEO. It's vital to discovering what you should be offering for marketing content and to whom. 
Now, just imagine that you're a lawyer or an accountant providing what you believe to be experienced and professional services to your clients. How do you in practice manage and run your business, look for new clients while serving those you currently work with, while also trying to figure out how to establish and build upon a unique way to set yourself apart from the competitors in your market so that you stand out and get attention online. Not to speak of figuring out what your SEO should be, what types of content you should ideally create, and on down the pyramid. Unless you're already a marketing whiz, it's going to be like unraveling a Gordian knot. Speaking from a place of authority and uniqueness. Smaller businesses that compose the bulk of the U.S. and maybe the world's businesses in general may seem the least likely to find their unique selling proposition positioning. But they're also the ones who can benefit the most from finding their true voice and position. Small businesses can change course and alter direction easier, faster, and for less investment than other larger competitors and help make them stand out online where everyone and anyone has some kind of online presence. Knowing your unique selling proposition helps bridge that divide. It empowers you to speak to others from an authentic heartfelt voice while knowing fully well how you're different from larger competitors, unable to pivot, or smaller competitors who may be more equal to your financial standing, but who may have little interest or little capability in marketing. What it is and is not. Your unique selling proposition is the clear perspective of who you are, what you do, why you do it, who you do it for, how you do it differently, and hopefully better, that all align with what you're great at, that you love doing, who's not being served properly, and what your market needs. It's not selling ice to Eskimos or sunshine to Floridians, but rather it's knowing who you are and what you stand for in a consumer culture, in a world in which the loudest voice or perhaps the crassest personality gets the most attention and seemingly magical gurus hawk their courses more than our trees in a forest. Confidently knowing what your USP is can easily set you apart. Know the points so you can know where they come together. Most of the major points or component parts to knowing your USP are knowing what you excel at in a particular trade, service, or capability. Knowing that you can earn a viable living in doing it as a vocation and lifestyle. Knowing that you're great at it. And let's be real here for a minute. If you aren't experienced 
or at a professional level of whatever it is that you do or want to do, further education makes more sense at this juncture than trying to promote and build what would essentially be a mediocre venture. You want to do it behind beyond the hobbyist perspective. Uh, another point is truly loving the work as a passion, knowing and being able to substantiate that your local market needs and understands what you provide. And again, this is so important because if your local market needs your services or products but doesn't perceive that need or see the value in that need, then you'll have a steeper hill to climb. So that matters. This is traditionally accomplished through company R&D or research and development departments. But for new small businesses researching competitors, how they advertise, where their financials are and why, for example, is a similar uh, company seemingly doing well financially, but are family owned and operated and carrying massive debt. If I'm a digital marketer, but for the sake of example, I live in a small isolated retirement town, opportunities locally are likely going to be minimal to zilge. So uh, it would be incumbent upon me to look online and cultivate less traditional approaches if I'm passionate about scaling for accelerated growth. Being able to discern these points will enable you to provide, to find rather, where these points intersect into a unique selling proposition. So you excel at doing it. Competitors can't do what you do or how you do it. You believe in doing it. Your ideal customer needs it. You would be doing it no matter what. You can get paid to do it. You appeal to an underrepresented base and it fulfills an emotional need that you can pinpoint. If you can find that sweet spot, where all of those factors come together, that's your unique selling proposition that few will be able to touch. Deeper and more insightful steps to identifying your unique selling proposition. You know, lie in offering services to a niche market or group that doesn't seem to be addressed locally first and nationally second. Let's say for another example that you want to sell coffee. You love coffee. Obviously, there's quite a bit of stiff competition globally, nationally, and locally, no matter where you live, for coffee uh, blends and shops, even during a pandemic. So one way to set yourself apart and build the basis for a unique selling proposition would be to offer more flavors than others, to be located near a busy truck stop with no other access points or to offer coffee flavors that would match ice cream flavors at a strip mall that's directly across from a major hospital or office park. And of course you do would deliver to them. These factors might not set you apart sufficiently to be the next coffee chain CEO, but there are examples of factors that could help further the goal and build that foundation. So 
by offering products or services and in a way few others can or will or are doing to a group who aren't being catered to, you create a niche market. And then by addressing the other points, such as being passionate about it, establishing local need and understanding, and that larger, more profitable competitors either don't want to touch or can't, you begin the process of establishing a rock solid USP. Once all those factors making up potential unique selling proposition are aligned, you can sit with a marketing expert or team to sort through it all and determine the best course for moving forward into a stronger marketing plan for the future. Thanks for tuning in to the David Summerfleck podcast. If you would like to apply to be a guest on the podcast or would like to ask a question we may use in a future episode, please go to www.dms.blue slash podcast guest. Thanks again for tuning in and hope to meet you in the next episode.